Hello everybody, it's Jenny from The Coach Jenny. I'm here to teach all my ladies how to find clarity in the chaos. That's right, babe. With a little bit of structure, a whole new mindset, and some sass in that step, we can hold it all. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Well, hello everybody. Jenny and Tessa. So um, I had a pretty good day. Um, if many of you saw my little reel, uh, I was at the gym this morning and I got there super early because I had a crazy day. I had like coaching calls, appointments. I had my boss babe thing. I have a Brendan thing. Like dun 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 dun. Like all day was like super packed. I'm on the like the elliptical. I am hauling my ass on this thing because I'm like ah, you know, because that's what you do on an elliptical. My dad calls me and I was like, oh, I don't have time for this. I am like sweating my ass off trying to get shit done. So um, I hit it to voicemail. Le legit hit my 80-year-old dad to voicemail. <sighs> Instant remorse. So I am like ear pods in, call my dad back. I'm like, dad, what's up? Are you okay? He's like, hey, Jenna, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good, daddy. I'm at the gym. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to invite you to breakfast and talk about my doctor's appointment. Like he just had one for his back. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, let me catch up with you in a little bit. I'm, I'm still at the gym. I'm on the elliptical. And he's like, no problem. We'll talk later. And then we like hung up the phone. And I'm like hauling ass on this elliptical. I'm sweating my ass off, boobs, sweat everywhere. Like just sweaty as a mess. And I'm like two minutes later, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Legit. Like... My dad always invites me to breakfast. That is like his jam. He loves breakfast. Do I like breakfast? No, I'm, I'm not a huge breakfast eater. But I was like, I like to spend time with my dad. I really do. I enjoy spending time with my dad. How many times am I going to hear, do you want to go to breakfast? I don't know. I don't know how many times in my life will I hear, do you want to go to breakfast? So what did I do? I got off the elliptical, I wiped it all down, I wiped my face down, I am sweaty mess. I have sweat, sweat, sweat all over my face. I think I maybe didn't have a half an eyebrow. Legit drove to two breakfast joints that I know that he likes to go to. First one, he wasn't there. I scoured the parking lot for his car, he was not there. Second place, ding, 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 there's his car right out front. So I park right next to him and I get out of the car and there's my dad sitting in the booth by himself having breakfast nearly broke my heart. So I'm like, I'm doing the right thing. This is karma telling me like, as much as I love exercising, I love my dad more. I can always go back and exercise later. Legit. Spend time with your dad. So we literally spent two hours at this breakfast place this morning, laughing, joking, telling stories about mom, just having a good time. So Moral of the story is, when your parents call you, take the phone call. Take the phone call, listen to them, because you don't know how long they're gonna be here. Literally, take the phone call. I would love for my phone to be like, mom calling, and it goes, dun, 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 dun. Like that was her ringtone, legit her ringtone. I would love for to hear that again, but it's not. 
it's literally not gonna happen because yeah mom's not here so moral of the story what did I do I canceled like three appointments and I spent time with my dad all my appointments were totally cool with it happens sometimes you need to make those decisions I love what I do because I do have that flexibility family comes first this one here right you she's gonna be 15 15 officially I've been saying she's been 15 now for like six months she's going to be officially 15 on the 28th of this month I have a 15 year old a 15 year old right here I I don't know how I did not age I, I don't know how this little booger here is 15 years old. Oh, thanks, baby girl. So it was just like that. Thank you. They're dry. <laughs> That's what I love about my job. I love that I have the flexibility. No one wants to see your ass, girl. Sit down. I love that when my dad called me today that I could go and hang out with him for two hours. I love that I could sit here at 5.45 at night and do a live with you. I love that I have the flexibility to call up my clients and be like, hey, you know what? My dad needs me today. Can we make our appointment maybe three hours from now? Not a problem. Do what you do. Love what you do. And if you don't like what you do, this is a great opportunity for you to analyze that, to look at your life and be like, do I love what I do? Dad and I were talking this morning about people save their money, especially his generation. My dad's 80. I'm 45. His generation was taught that you save all your money until you retire and then you can do things. Well, my mom and dad saved all their money. Granted, they had fun trips. They went to Europe. They went to all these really cool places and cruises and river cruises and national parks and stuff like that. But there were things that my parents couldn't do because at the end of my mom's life, she got very sick and very weak. They didn't go anywhere. But my dad still at 80 is very active very mobile and still doing things. My dad didn't get to go anywhere because of my mom. They literally saved their money for a rainy day and it never rained. It's so sad because I, I wish that my parents got to do some really cool things, but they saved their money for a rainy day. Don't save your money for a rainy day. Like I said to my dad today, I'm like, people are literally saving their money for a rainy day to have fun. You're literally wishing for a shitty day to happen, to go on vacation, to buy the sneakers, to buy whatever, to have an adventure. Don't do that to yourself. I'm not giving you permission to go bankrupt. I'm giving you permission to do something for you that brings you joy. I'm giving you permission to do something that makes you happy. My nose feels itchy. Thank you for thinking of me. 
I see so many people who regret not taking the vacation, not doing, buying the bike or the car or whatever, because they did something else instead. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't woulda, coulda, shoulda yourself. What's that, that commercial? I ship my pants. Like, don't, don't do that to yourself. Georgie and I are super blessed to do all these amazing things. Yes, we don't have children. Yes, there was a sacrifice in that. On the other hand, we get to do some amazing things. But we still have friends and we travel the country with them and they have babies. They have children. We have gone hiking with children on our backs. You can do all these adventures with your family. I'm promoting people to have fun. Go on a hike in your own town, in your own area. There's so much to explore in our own places that we don't even go. The other moral of this story is stop doing things that you don't like. So many people hate their job. Literally hate it. I can't tell you how many times that I've heard people message me or seen people message me. And they're like, I hate my job. It's awful. They treat me like shit. And blah, and I talk to my boss and they don't respect me. And I'm like, okay, so what are you doing about it? Are you just taking the blow, one blow after another? Or are you literally looking for a new job? Like, what are you doing for yourself? And it wasn't until like... I don't know, six months ago, that all this made sense. My reasoning for coaching is to help you figure out what to do. What makes you happy? What's that spark? And when I, I, I'm in this new coaching community and we're doing like a lot of networking and it's a boss babe community and with um, Natalie and Danielle. And we just had a meeting today and we were talking about like, what do you do? Like, who do you serve? Now, granted, I serve a lot of women normally over the age of 40 because that's me. I work with women like me. And... I work with women on rebuilding that image, that self-image that we have. And I say rebuilding because when we get in our later years of life, we've been through some shit. We're a little weathered. We're a little stuck in our ways. And uh, we may not like where we are. Some do. Some totally do. But you know what? I didn't. I was being used and abused and, you know, I had so much, I shouldn't say have, I have so much gifts and talents that I was giving to so many amazing organizations, helping them grow, helping them make money, helping them like just bloom. And all these organizations were doing so well, but not me. I felt stuck. I felt 
stifled and stuck in a box. And I would come home and I was like, George, I hate this. It's awful. <laughs> right, Tessa? I, I'm unhappy. I don't know what to do. And, and my husband, God love him, because he's always my biggest supporter. He's like, babe, just leave. You have the ability to get up and leave your job. And I was like, but, but I need, I need this and the money and, and what do I do? And then, you know, back then it's like car payments and, you know, I have this, this, and this. And he's like, you will find something that makes you happy. What makes you happy? And it, all this started making sense like years ago for me. Like what makes me happy? I knew what makes me happy going back to teaching and coaching and supporting people and being the athlete that I am and being in a network and, and just working with people for the greater good. And it's just fascinating how once you find your own purpose and your own values and you stick with them, how life is so good. Finding your purpose, finding that, I call it self-image, your self-image. People think your self-image is like how pretty you are. Self-image is a plethora, I'm trying to think of a good word, plethora <laughs> of things. I like to call it my self-awareness. Oh, Tessa's got to go out soon. Did <laughs> hear the bells? It's our self-awareness. It's how aware we are of our surroundings and how we act in our environment. It's our self-esteem, it's our confidence, it's how we act around stressful situations and what we do. It's our self-worth, our values, and everything that we do. And it's also our self-perception. All right! <laughs> Hold on, can't you see I'm doing a live here, kid? See, seriously, this is what I gotta put up with. It's just 15 and sassy. And it's also our self-perception. It's our identity. It's who we are. It's who we were created to be. If you feel that you are not in the right space, you are not who you're supposed to be, then we got to change this. Got to change it. And let me tell you, I can't tell you how many times that I had this evaluation of how to change how to thrive in a different area, how to like make things click together. I call it the cog wheel. Sometimes you just gotta do it. And it took years because I did it by myself. It wasn't until I got a coach and a therapist and team people that work with me that make all this shit make sense. You don't have to do this alone. When you do it alone, it's gonna take forever. I'm not gonna lie. Literally had to do this all through my 20s and 30s. Did that shit alone. It was miserable and I was alone. And it wasn't until I hired my first coach that I learned, wow, I can do this much faster and easier. Because literally she would pull me, pull me and tell me, you need to do this. I was like, <laughs> and when I would do it, I felt amazing. You need that push. So I'm pushing you to start 
working on things that make you happy. If you need a push, let me push you. So stop feeling sorry for yourself. I call PMS, poor me syndrome. Don't have PMS, girl. Because I'm going to push you. Stop. That's what I got to say. So I better go let this girl out because she's going to pee on the floor soon. <laughs> so I hope this makes sense. I love you all so much. Life is tough, but just know that you are not. I love you.